Welcome to the Remote Work Podcast. This podcast is presented by ClearWord.com. Plan and organize meetings more collaboratively and have them automatically summarized into meeting minutes so that you can catch up with any meeting you couldn't attend. All your colleagues' knowledge searchable in your central library of meetings. ClearWord. Meetings redesigned. Five tips for running more effective remote meetings. The number one time waster at work is ineffective meetings. Even before COVID, when in-office meetings were the norm, meetings were a source of huge frustration and time wasting. And since COVID forced many of us into remote working, the degree to which meetings now account for our time has gone up exponentially, and unfortunately, so has the amount of time they waste. The more meetings we have, the seemingly more ineffective they have become. In one regard, you would think, because we are now having more meetings, that they would be handled more efficiently. In fact, all the data leads to suggest the opposite is true. We are having more meetings and they are becoming less efficient. In one way, it is difficult to say why this is happening. A clear word we suspect is because of a lack of tooling and are attempting to fill those gaps. Plus, meetings are being treated as a catch-all solution for remote work and being tasked with handling a lot of different communication tasks that are not ideal for standard meeting formats. However, one thing is obvious. The best way to make a lasting impact and improve meeting cultures is to teach people how to run better meetings. Three phases of meetings, before, during, and after. Before we highlight any specific tips, you should get your team to start thinking about not only what happens during the schedule call itself, but looking at the three stages of meetings, before, during, and after. Before doing anything else in this article, get you and your team to discuss the meeting stages and where some of your biggest friction points occur. Do you have bad pre-meeting preparation? Do meetings always run too long? Do team members struggle to find out what was agreed upon after? We have written more in depth about meeting phases in one of our other articles. A simple collaborative discussion about your meeting culture will often highlight problem areas and solutions that make huge differences in how effective your meetings are run. Below are five tips that we have seen make huge impacts in team meeting cultures. Tip one, ban update meetings. Ban all update meetings and rethink how to communicate update information. Update meetings are probably the biggest time waster meeting out there. Meetings need to have a purpose. Meetings simply shouldn't be about something, even if it is loosely defined. Update meetings are often open-ended and in most cases can be handled in better ways which are more respectful of others' time. Meetings, if oversimplified, can be bracketed into resolutions where you need people in a room to agree on something, i.e. sign off on spend or something similar. Or they can be brainstorming meetings where we gather to collaboratively ideate on a topic. This is what meetings are most effective for, not just for updates. For most cases, updates can be handled asynchronously and can be a huge time saver doing it this way. In pre-meeting preparation, ask the questions. What meeting are you running? If you realize it is an update meeting, be very defensive of your team's time and ask yourself, does this meeting need to happen? Try organizing your updates to be asynchronous and see how that can improve your team's experience. Although it sounds simple, it can often be one of the biggest impacts to helping organizations move towards an effective meeting culture. Tip number two, prepare for your meeting. We talk with a lot of different organizations about their meeting practices. And one thing that we realize is that everyone is approaching meetings differently 
and nowhere is this clearer than how people prepare for meetings. It seems everyone has a different way of approaching this. Documentation starts with the agenda and the information that is sent out before the meeting starts. Giving participants enough time to absorb the information before a meeting is key. Sending out an email with related documents the, right, the night before a meeting doesn't give participants an adequate amount of time to consume the information and leads to people showing up uninformed. This is even more important in larger team meetings where more people are involved. Often, what we see in these cases is a cohort of participants needing to be brought up to speed during the call. In the case where there is an accompanying documentation associated with the meeting, make sure that the documentation is distributed with enough time for everyone to read it. The more in-depth the document, the earlier it should be distributed. A good goal is to send out the information no later than three days before the meeting time. As well as adequate pre-meeting information, an agenda is a powerful tool. At its most basic, a simple agenda can go a long way in helping participants understand what will be discussed and to help them be prepared. Creating simple agenda templates can also help team members adopt these more easily. Depending on the type of organization, it can help to define the expectations for your team. For example, always have an agenda, no matter how basic, or if there is required reading for a meeting, the documents must be sent at least three days in advance. When team members have defined guidelines, it helps adoption greatly. Tip number three, meeting setup and join early. Again, a simple thing, but it's surprising how often this doesn't happen. If you're the meeting organizer in particular, join early to the meeting to ensure that you have everything ready and in working order so the meeting runs smoothly. Plus, in the remote working space, participants are often left in a waiting room if the host is not present. This is not a great experience for anyone, so be respectful and show up early. Especially if there will be a presentation element, just making sure that there are no technical difficulties with audio or visuals is very important. Double check with another participant that the video and sound is correctly working on other setups. It is amazing how much time these technical issues can take on remote calls. Fumbling with sound preferences, video settings or microphones is not a good look for anyone and can really cause a meeting to run off track. Join early, get everything set up, Test it's working so everyone joins and you're ready to go. Tip number four, define meeting best practices. A great way to manage meetings and ensure effectiveness is to have clearly defined best practices. In physical offices, sometimes these type of rules might be printed and attached to the meeting wall. We don't really advocate for enforcing rules as such, but having agreed upon best practices for how meetings should be run is often a good step and building a collective understanding of how meetings are run by an organization. The most common best practices topics relate to time management and what happens when we run over a lot of times for these topics. If a good agenda is present and we have allocated 10 minutes equally for three topics, then it's best to try and stick to the agenda. However, problems occur when discussions roll on and absorb the majority of a meeting time. The downside to this is not only are certain topics given less or no time, it usually requires that another meeting be called to address the topics that were missed. And this is a source of meeting creep. The trickiest part about time management comes down to the enforcement of the time slots. Who is the person that keeps an eye on the time? And who has the authority to interject and cut short a discussion? With all meeting best practices, it will vary from organization to organization.
Some teams find that having a visible clock helps enforce the time rules. Allocating time segments to topics is an even more advanced version of this, and if agreed upon collectively as best practice, can have a powerful effect on keep meetings run smoothly. Meeting best practices should be collaboratively assembled by the teams involved. Sit down with your team and craft together how you want meetings to run. Having the best practices crafted by the team itself will ensure strong buy-in and will be more likely to succeed. If these best practices are perceived as rules handed down by upper management, it is less likely that they will be observed and will likely be ineffective. Apply some structure on how you will deal with unresolved issues. If we don't find an agreement for this topic during the allotted time, what do we do? Where do we move this to? These are the type of questions that you should be asking yourself. Tip number five, meeting summary and post-meeting ritual. At the end of your meeting, take five to 10 minutes to record the action items and what was agreed upon by everyone involved. So many teams don't do this and it just assumes that everyone has their own notes or an excellent memory. This can lead to a huge amount of misunderstanding and misalignment. Assign responsibilities and due dates clearly so that the expectations are all clearly defined. If you take the time to establish what the action items were, this keeps everyone in sync and creates a clear pathway to getting those tasks done. Try to send out a summary of the meeting outcomes within 24 hours of the meeting. The post-meeting phase of meetings is the most critical part of making sure that what was discussed in the meetings gets acted upon. Clearly communicating the agreed upon outcomes and making sure that all participants have access to the summary is critical to building teams that meet and get things done effectively. If you think that you don't have time to create this kind of follow-on content or that it will be too much of a burden, it doesn't need to be a huge amount of work. Try with this most simple version of this. Use things like templates or pre-filled documents that make it easy for you. Have a standard action item template that is filled out at the end of the meeting and distribute that to your colleagues. So to recap, get your team firstly to think of the three meeting phases, before, during, and after, and how you can be better prepared for each of these phases. Recap on the tips. Number one, no update meetings. Try asynchronous. Two, prepare for your meeting. Three, meeting setup and join early. Four, define best practices. Five, meeting summary and post-meeting ritual. Thank you. Thank you for listening and we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions about remote work or would like to come on the podcast to talk about your workflow, please do not hesitate. Email us podcast at clearword.com.